The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> It's the Bachelor Lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Brian Beck and Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We making a connection. You Welcome back. You're listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle. From theballerlifestyle.com And I gotta be honest If you tuned in last week We were not here So that was that was a thing that happened And I'm not gonna say it was the fault of Jason Stewart I'm just gonna, just gonna continue on We're gonna recap all three episodes this week Also, I mean it's kind of the fault of The Bachelor people because they they fucked us by putting two episodes on in one week, which I, I, four hours of I mean two hours is too much. We sh- this should be forty five minutes tops a week. They put two episodes on in one week and then one the next. So we got six hours of Bachelor to cover right now, and I'm here to do it. But I can't do it alone. And again, I'm not going to blame Jason Stewart for there not being a show last week. I am joined now, as always, by the great Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you, buddy? Hello, everybody. Yeah, buddy. Um, you know, one of Beckner's defense mechanisms when what? He, what? when he, when he is at fault for something is that he immediately <laughs> puts all the blame on other people. That's, I didn't. That's I, Jason, do I need to rewind the tape? What did I say? No, I could I could provide the listeners with text messages. Uh, the text messages were something like, "Oh, since there's two episodes this week, we'll do it over the weekend." So yeah. then I sent you a text message on Sunday saying, "When are we doing this?" And you're like, and you're like, "Oh," and he texts he texts me on Sunday. That's right. Like, yeah, yeah. that's At that's what I would PM. text you. Yeah. So that that Sunday was code at one o'clock. As soon as I saw you blame me, I automatically knew that that was code for. I did not watch the four hours of Bachelor, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame it on, um, I'm gonna blame it on you. So. That's, that's one of my no. If you listen to the, if you listen back to the opening of the show, I said I'm not gonna blame it on Jason Stewart. Right. Yeah. No, no. It, <laughs> Which and, I anyone, didn't. Anyone who, uh, you know, anyone who has a common sense knowledge of sarcasm would understand what you were going for, but. Um, can we, can we clean up some business? Can we attend to some business before we dive into these episodes? I fucking love attending to business. So, um, I've said many times on this show, I've said on Twitter, um, the bachelor report on the Petros and money show is must listen to radio. Like I, 
I am so calloused to the audio industry that I pick and choose what I listen to. And yeah. if I'm listening, that means that you're pretty damn good. So discerning the bachelor, you, you suck this guy's dick every week. What's going on? I here? never, I never yeah. miss the bachelor report. Yeah. Never do. But, but my name and by extension, this podcast made it into this past bachelor report from the Petros and money show. And I, I feel the need to respond. Okay, um, I retract. I retract what I said. Yeah, eighty four so, seconds um, ago. Great, great show. Legends, L.A. Legends. I used to listen to Petros when he was on the Korean station before he had a big time gig. When when he he had a beautiful rap song about uh, Frank McCourt. That's how far back I go with Petros Papadakis. Huge legend. I saw him one time at a Rilo Kylie concert holding court, drinking a forty. Okay, that's where I'm at with Petros. Go on. Yeah, I mean Petros. Petros and I go way back. Petros and Money and I go way back. Um, Money also a good dude. Met him one I time think- at the station when I was there with you. When you when you put me in a very awkward situation with Vic the Brick, where you go, "Hey Vic, this is Brian Beckner. He's a huge fan of yours. Loves everything you do. He's probably your biggest fan." And then you walked away and just left me stand. <laughs> what you, which was not true, first of all. And then you and then you just left me standing there with Vic the Brick, and it was awkward for both of us. Okay, Victor Brick. I'm sorry to keep by, interrupting. By the way, Victor Brick, the, the most genuine, uh, sweetest, nicest person in the business that I love right. dearly. Uh, Very nice guy. So, uh, Petros and Money, they start their bachelor report this week by naming me by name and Stop by extension, it. this podcast. I mean, that, and that's what I'm here to defend is this podcast. He so, didn't say that. He didn't say the name of this podcast. He just no, said but, Chase but Deuce he said, bachelor podcast. But he said. He said my name, and that's you know that's all that should matter to you. Um, it really is. Allow me to give. I I understand that the Petros and Money Show and our podcast probably have some crossover listeners, but for yeah. those that yep. are not familiar, uh, Petros and Money have been doing the show in LA for many years, and they've been doing this Bachelor Report for many many years. Like it dates way back beyond when we started this podcast, but. That is kind of the point of why I wanted to bring this up. Um, knowing them a little bit and knowing Petros a little bit, they have this like genius way of making fun of people, insulting people, attacking people. And it goes like this, okay? They will insult somebody, yeah. but they do it in their kind of sticky, sarcastic way so that if they're ever called out by this subject for insulting them, then they always go to the, Oh no, we were joking. You know, it was a joke, you know, and they'll, and and they'll accuse you of being butthurt. Like, why are you so sensitive? You're butthurt. Like plausible. uh, Smart. It's a great bit. It's a, it's an amazing genius way of, of arguing and doing media, but here's the problem. The problem is that the, the subject that feels offended, that thinks that he has a beef, um, their, their, I guess, level of being offended is compounded by them being an oversensitive, butthurt asshole. Yeah, like, that's true. So yeah. it's amazing. So like, yeah. not only do they dismiss your feelings, um, but they will also call you butthurt. And so this, I guess, is me being overly butthurt or however they're going to choose to to uh, handle this, but um, as I'm tuning into Tuesday's Bachelor Report, 
it starts out with Petros saying, um, we, we were the first to do the bachelor report. We were, we were the first. And I'm not disputing that. I, I, yeah. For as long as I can remember, they've been doing the bachelor report. Yep. And, and then money. Money drops in with a snarky line. He says, and now Jason Stewart's doing it. I mean, what does wow. that say? Wow. Now, you know, it's, it's, it's a good snarky line. It's yeah. a good kind of way of putting me in my place. And then Petros has this overt sigh. It was like, it went like this. It went like, Petros says, you know, we were the first to do the battery report. And then Money says, and now Jason Stewart's doing it. I mean, what does that say? And Petros just does this. <sighs> and then they start the battery report. Oh, now, is he female? He sighed? Just knowing, knowing Petros a little bit. There is a lot hidden behind that sigh. A oh. lot of contempt. Is he, is he transitioning? A lot of, a yeah. lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of opinions behind that sigh. So, yeah. I it only leads me to believe that Petros does not consider this podcast or me doing this podcast as anything that's that's significant or that's relevant in his world. But he's annoyed that I do it, and I just want to be. I want to go on record, and you could you could validate this. Yeah. When when did we start doing this podcast? Well, I mean, it goes back. So we've been doing this podcast ten years, at least ten years, right? And I would okay. do, well. Hold on, I've been doing I've been doing the bat the baller lifestyle for ten years. Originally, we had a bachelor component to the baller lifestyle podcast and it was hosted by she who will shall not be named sure yes then we we split it off into its own thing eventually it morphed it into its own thing but here's the here's the thing the bachelor's a fucking tv show there's blogs about it. There's fucking this guy's yakking on a podcast. There's all sorts of podcasts about it. There's podcasts from it. There's a million podcasts about it. It's uh, a Bill which Simmons is involved. So, you know, you can't own talking about The Bachelor. And also, The Bachelor sucks. That I only I started do I started on my uh, having it on my podcast because I had a I, there was a. Look, there was a female that hosted it. She, she, who shall not be named. And she was in, she was interested in the show. And I thought, oh, this is a cultural thing that people want, will want to hear about. Yeah. And then, and, it, and then it morphed into its own show and you can do that. And so, so you, you kind of make my point, but just to sum up everything here. Isn't that the point? Um, yeah. There, we've been doing the show for at least a version of the show for 10 years where we're not a Johnny come lately bachelor podcast member. The, the one thing that is said about our podcast a lot that I quote every week is that tell me we are the great white shark in a sea of bachelor podcasts. Now I've heard that with within that quote is the insinuation that there is a sea of bachelor podcasts. That's there's a lot. and, And we stick out. Because we have teeth. That's right. We have um, teeth. Let me ask you a question. And, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How many times you heard Reality Steve on the Petros and Money show? Correct. How many, we how have many Reality Steve. How we many times a season? 
Do they have the world's foremost bachelor spoiler expert on their show? Because we have them twice a season. It's a good point. So the bottom one to for this whole thing is, look, I think the Bachelor Report on the Petros and Money show is the foremost uh, Bachelor entity that yep. I never miss. I never yep. miss. Yep. Um, but if you're going to try to drag my name and no. say – and, and, and Implicate this podcast as some kind of Johnny Johnny come lately. Um, We've been doing this a long time. We have episodes, thousands of episodes to prove that. And I just wanted to make sure that I defended our name. Oh, God. I'm with you. Um, I'm I'm here to help you in any way you need, Jason. Don't look. If you got haters, you're doing something right. And you clearly got haters, so I ride with you, brother. We talked about good the point. bachelor here. Yeah, as as stated on the herd this week, oh, um, this big t- this national is, show. Yes, the herd, yeah. the the most listened to national show in the country. This is called the Bachelor Lifestyle with Brian Breckner. Brian Breckner, yeah, you fucked up my name. I, I will say this: in in um, I don't. I haven't listened to PMS in a long time, but I have heard it. And one thing I will say, and I have a great amount of respect for those guys because they will openly talk shit on Colin, Colin Coward on their show. And it is, it's beautiful and hilarious. And it's because they got juice. They got juice in the LA market. They're the, they're the big dogs. I can only imagine what they get for a read. You want to, you want to be an accident lawyer in this market? You want to you want to read? You want to get known? It's going to cost you a pretty penny, and they they deserve every bit of it. Good for them. They are extremely talented, and it's Big a time. show that I vouch for, and that yep. says a lot because I listen to a lot of a lot of radio. So, yep. Um, and to just to kind of button up this point, you yep. just you just brought up the fact that they they're not afraid to call out Colin Cowherd on that right. on that That's station. Right. Oh, and you're doing the same thing. No, no, my my thing is yep. if Colin Cowherd ever went up to them on the street and said, Hey yeah. man, I heard you, uh, you called me a douchebag on your show and you said this and this and this and this, they'd be like, we were joking. Yeah. And that's, it's all Money. shtick. Like, why are you being so butthurt about right. this? Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, and the, now he's the asshole for, for bringing it up. Petros used to savage your boy, Roger Lodge back in the day. Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> some good shit no i love those guys jason we done we done we no, done airing that, our grievances here because because i don't give a shit i want to talk about the bachelor what happened oh. what happened in the past two weeks we, hey we're so dedicated to talking about the bachelor that we forgot to do it last week so let's let's catch up i think the only thing really to don't. recap from the first four hours of in and last week they did a special two night two night um four hour episode yeah and because i think i think because it was valentine's day and i think that they wanted to to make sure Get that love was in the air and, um yeah. so the really the only thing to to hone in on and dissect is yep. the two-on-one date between Maria and Sydney. Oh, savage. Um, yeah. <laughs> savage. Now, I mean, what's what one thing 
I know they they do psych exams on these. So here's here's a big plus if you're if you're considering auditioning for this show, because I saw that Samantha, you remember Samantha from the Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise, who had never even been on a Bachelor product. She was Canadian on Bachelor Canadian yes. Bachelor. Yes, yeah. I saw that she is uh, promoting a coaching business where she'll coach you on how to be a bachelor contestant, how to get picked for the show. And I would say, I, I, I can only imagine that there's three things that she, she says in the first co- coaching session. Number one, have one of your parents be dead because you're going to get a, you're going to get a lot of run on a, on a one-on-one date. If you can drop that or just out of the picture. No, not not in contact with or gone to the great beyond. Either of those will work. You want to have that. <laughs> exactly. Two, right. two, be a confirmed sociopath, as we've learned that Leah was. And I'll 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 have to I'll have to I deserve some comeuppance on Leah, but be be a confirmed sociopath. Yeah, they you know they give them a test where they go, oh here, check this box. Oh, confirmed. You're a fucking sociopath. You're hired. So that's two. The third one, and this is the one Sydney falls into. Be deeply, deeply like I like you can see it from the the International Space Station. You can look down and you go, oh, see right there. That chicken Malta, the tall, the tall skinny bitch. She's mentally ill. She's unwell. It's not safe for her to be around these people because she's, she's doing harm to them and she's doing harm to herself. It's, it's only a matter of time till these producers lose a case in court to one of these people for the abuse that they are causing them. It it's not safe to hire this type of person. Go on. You were saying the two, the two person and the, two on one. And that, that's consistent with, I think, what we've said the last couple episodes of the podcast. Like, Sydney isn't just your kind of like harmless villain yeah. that they roll out every year. Like, a lot of times, I think it's a paid actor where yep. they just pay somebody to come on the show and just stir shit up and talk shit and, and just like, yep. just try to get the drama going. Like, Sydney is a different animal and that she is dangerous and that. She is intentionally, um, I don't know what you would call it, devious and- But I don't uh, think she is. That's the thing. I don't think she, I think she really exists on a plane where the world is out to get her. People are fucking with her. Like she doesn't know that she made up that Maria told somebody to shut the fuck up. She lives in a world, you know how, you know how there's, there's a whole, our- our brains can only perceive of what we can touch and see and hear. We can use our five senses for, and there could be, there could be all sorts of different things happening around us. We could be, you know, there's, you know, there's trillions upon trillions of bacteria living on the ground. And and that could be the, its own solar system. And there could be all sorts of beings around us that we just can't perceive them because we don't have the senses to do it. Yes. Just say yes. Sydney. She, that's real to her. She really thinks that stuff happened because she's mentally ill. She's unwell. She 
truly believes that Maria was bullying her simply by existing in the same place as her. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I can meet you there because okay. I wrote down the word, I wrote down the word insidious and then I looked at the definition. Okay. Insidious is a stealthy, subtle, cunning, or treacherous working in a subtle or apparently innocuous way, but nevertheless deadly. I think there is a, there is a, uh, conscious, conscientious, conscious, like, um, yeah. you know, I think, I think she's malicious. In other words, yeah. I think she's fully aware of what she's doing. She's chosen Maria who has literally done nothing wrong. And Sydney has chosen her to completely drag through the mud. And it's a dangerous thing. It's not, yeah. just, it's not a harmless talk show reality show villain thing it's a any person that ever wants to or thinks of spending time with sydney again their best friend must pull them aside and say you should watch the first few episodes of the bachelor she was on and then you might reconsider ever having to do with her because you're right to your point the show is at risk yeah and anybody who walks in sydney's path is at risk of being like spending jail time or being yes, sued for sure. She's just making shit yeah. up. It's really scary. You know, every time she goes to a restaurant, she gets mistreated. I, I think it's probably mostly females and we, we should probably do a full retrospective on Sydney's mother because she's got some explaining to do, but it's it, like anytime a server comes to her table, she's wronged by that server. I guarantee you any kind of job she's ever had. Somebody's fucked her over at that job. She just exists yeah. on a plane where the world is against her. And I don't think she knows that, but maybe, I mean, the result is the same either way. Well, it makes for some extremely compelling TV as the producers kind of forced Joey to save Sydney and Maria for, for this episode. Like any normal person, with common sense would have either let them both go or let one of them go before now. But the TV producers have basically uh, scripted this to where Joey does a group date. Joey does a one-on-one -on -one date, all pretty boring. And then it all con kind of culminates in this two-on-one -on -one date with Maria and Sydney. They're the rivals of the season. Um, very awkward. They go out on a boat in Malta. And Maria's trying to take the high road. She's trying to have a great attitude. And Sydney is sulking. Um, they finally get to this point where they're at a table with three chairs and there's a rose in the middle. Yeah. So the implication is that one's going home, one's not. That's right. I think there's been precedent for both being sent home. But um, there, you know, the structure is one gets a rose, one goes home. Now, Sydney pulls Joey first, or the the other way around. Joey pulls Sydney first, and then Sydney just goes on brand by making shit up yeah. that Maria has done in the household, including the very, um, you know, the very dangerous, the big no no of telling Leah to shut yeah. the fuck up. Um, yeah. You can't say shut the fuck up to anybody because that's 
that's belittling them. That's making them feel unseen. That's invalidating them. So, um, Sydney just drops a complete bomb on Maria as Joey's trying to parse this out. Now I will say this, Joey's trying his best to, to follow the script here. He keeps telling us that the reason why there's a two on one date is that he needs to get to the truth. Um, his methods for getting to the truth are only going to fail, which is I'm going to listen to one person's story and then I'm going to listen to the other person deny that story. Yep. And I'm going to get no other information. Yeah. Cause on the bachelor, you can never ask that one question that would sort it all out. And you could never have bring the two people to the same place and have just one conversation with them and figure it out in roughly 30 seconds. You got to go back and forth and be like, I'm hearing and people are saying, and it's a lot of that. That's how you get us. That's how you fuck us over with four hours of the bachelor in one goddamn week. You couldn't do that if you just sorted shit out in 30 seconds. And that boat ride looked so sad and it could have been fun. They should have been drinking. They should have, they, they should have been playing some reggae music, dancing on the fucking bow, whatever you do on boats. It looked nice diving in the water. They ruined it. The crazy thing is, is that in this scripted little rivalry here, there's an opportunity later in the episode for Joey to ask Leia, who's a witness, did you actually say shut the fuck up? I, I yeah. want to at least test yeah. the validity of something that Sydney told me, and he refused to do that. Like, But also Leia just, would lie about it. And all, uh, where are we at Leah Leia? She's a Leia? Leia, Leia, yeah, Leia Organa? Because Leia Organa's got an I in it, but those are all made-up names. I, I can't with the Leah Leia. Well, you talk about a person that went from – her stock was oh really high in the first episode. I couldn't Really high. When she, when she put that she uh, card in the fire, yep. that she, she was, her stock could not have been higher. Yep. She was unselfish. And she – her – what is the uh, – what do you attach your – you attach your trailer to, to the wrong person or whatever the cliche Hit is. Your wagon. Oh my God. Yeah. She's, no. she, she's a full uh, team Sydney. Look, to I've, her yes. detriment. Huge mistake. I have many times made predictions about this show. And I'm, look, I'm usually right. We don't traffic despite, and I don't want to name drop here, but we, I just got several texts from Reality Steve in the middle of this podcast. Okay. I'm not. I'm not saying we started the whole thing of being bachelor podcasters, but I. I'm getting texts from Reality Steve, the biggest bachelor name on the internet, while we talk here. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> I hitched my wagon to Leah right away. So first episode, I go. This chick's got everything going for her. She's super nice. She's Asian. Not that that matters, but they haven't gone Asian yet. It's about time they might go with an Asian bachelorette i'm like this chick's got it all she's she's the one look at this they they've set her up they've given her a star turn as look at me i'm the one that's gonna burn the golden ticket right here that's how that's how nice i am that's what a what a forthright person i am i'm like she's gonna be the bachelorette she's not gonna she's not gonna win this she's too big i couldn't have been more wrong she she's a monster Oh my goodness. Yeah. She's a sociopath. She's a confirmed sociopath. 
she's uh she's just as bad as Sydney because she she buys it all and she kind of repurposes Sydney's agenda. Yep. Now, um, you know, the entire drama comes to uh, a point where Joey has them sitting down under uneaten food. You know, uneaten food on this oh, podcast yeah. typically means when they sit down with someone at dinner, they don't eat the food. And then somebody tells someone about a trauma. It's usually a roast. steak. There's usually a steak yeah. involved, maybe some roasted carrots. P- potatoes. Yeah, a yeah. little pile of mashed potatoes. It usually looks nice, yeah. and it really bums me out to see it go yeah. get cold. It's either some, some um, I don't know, some kind of a production assistant or audio person that's going to eat it, or there's hopefully there's dogs off off stage that c- they can give the food to. But yes, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't go eaten. Now the crew eats it hundred percent. Yeah, and um, so Joey sits down with both of them, and he says with a straight face, um, "I thought I would find the truth today, but I'm only more confused now. Yeah, there's nothing I could do to get to the truth. This is what he says out loud." And we're all thinking, actually, there's a lot of things you could have done. You could have put them both at the same yep. table and asked them both. You could have brought in witnesses. You could you could have brought in producers. Yep. Because what Sydney said that uh, Maria said would have been caught on camera. In fact, Maria, of course. when she, she, when she was kind of defending herself in front of Sydney, she's like, you do know that cameras are rolling on us the whole time. Yeah. Don't right? you know this is on camera? Yes. Yeah. That's and, the that's the ultimate trump card to use a turn of phrase. Like, hey, by the way, I know I'm right because everything we do is on videotape. Yes. Show yeah. me the fucking game tape. And and do you think there's a bachelor producer alive that would have left that out of an edit? Of course not. One one contestant telling the other one to shut the fuck up? Yep. I mean, I mean it's so she makes a great point. You do know there's cameras here, but but any but but I digress. So there's Please. so Joey saying there's nothing he could do to get to the truth was just a lie. He just needs to do this for TV. He asks them both the same question. Do you see a future between us? Sydney gives a very scripted, disingenuous response. These two have had zero connection, by the way, her and Joey. It's it's always it's all been about the Yep. how much of a bitch Maria is. Well, and it is great. So first of all, two things. One, you never ha- look, these chicks are are born in the bachelor world. Like you and I, we've had to learn the bachelor. We had to do our homework. We had to go to school on this shit. We had to watch hours of this bullshit to figure out how it works. These chicks, they just, they're just born knowing about the bachelor. It's in their DNA. Everybody knows that if you start talking a bunch of shit about everybody else that's there, you're not going to win the bachelor. Right. Who this person saying this and this person hurt my feelings and I'm being bullied. You're out. You might get a couple more episodes, but you're not going to win the show. It's the girls. And Maria knows this that transcend the group that say, hey, I'm here to make a connection. I'm looking you in the eye, you know? Maybe I'm giving the, maybe we're having our our cocktail party meeting and I'm, I'm reaching down there and giving it a little squeeze, letting you know. Correct. You know, like, I'm here for you, my boy. 
That's what I'm doing. And, and so he, and then Joey's like, so let me ask you this. Can you see a future for us? And to which the, everybody's in the audience is like, Oh my God, are you kidding? And you're, you're wondering, you're expecting her to be like, well, you know, it's been tough. She's like, Oh yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. I could see us having chill. I want to have your babies right now. And he's like, Ooh. And cause you know, you know, when you're on the same page with someone, one person yeah. can't think you're on one page and you be like, Oh, that's com- a completely different than I feel. It would be different if she was like, well, there's been a lot happening here, but I feel like we could get there. That's what a sane human being would say. Hey, we, uh, yeah, we've only spent 11 minutes together over this time, but I think if I got 14 minutes with you, maybe w- w- I could see something there, but no, she's like, oh yeah, we're there. It's happening. I'm, where's my ring? So that's when you knew she was, you know, leaving. And to Maria's credit, when he asked her the same question, do you see a future with me? Yes. Her pause was, I have a lot of questions here. In other words, if you're believing what this bitch is saying, I, I question your judgment. So like Maria didn't like completely uh, go down on her knees and beg for him to, to choose her. She's like, I still have a lot of questions here. Uh, but then she goes into why she thinks that there could be a future and ultimately, um, Joey does the right thing and I, I've never rooted so hard for yeah. a bachelor subject yeah. to make a decision than in this moment. Like, and that speaks to kind of the genius of the show. I, I was pissed off at this contestant. I wanted her to leave. Yeah. That's I wanted point. her to suffer. I wanted her to, yeah. to, to, to for him to put her head down in the mud and rub it in like, yes. but, but of course he's too nice of a guy and basically says, injure her. Yeah. But he basically just says, I'm going to have to send you home. I think yeah. he says, Sydney, I'm sorry, but I cannot give you a rose. Yeah. That's telling you, I don't believe a word you said, because if I believed you, then Maria wouldn't be here. But, yeah. but you just told me it was a complete lie. And then he, and he walks her out and all that stuff. But I wanted a little bit more of like a rubbing salt in the wound out the door. But Joey ain't like that. He ain't about that. He isn't. But like. That's why he's a good bachelor. He's, ve- he's th- very chill. He's got a very cool, calm, even bedside manner. And I think it's because he's not that bright. You know, that helps. It helps bit. to be not super bright. And he's like, he probably has a good mom. He probably loves his mom. Where he's just like, really, he's there to listen. My, maybe got some sisters. I don't know. He's there to listen. He's there to help. He's, you know, he's doing the right thing every time. And he's, he's been a bright spot, uh, you know, other than this issue where he could have sorted it out a little more quickly. But we know how that goes. That's how they, that's how they produce the show. That's exactly right. It was the pressure from the producers. And I will say this. Last point about Sydney. The the show that tip, we don't typically cover because it's kind of lost in all the, the madness is the Women Tell All. Oh, I'm watching I think that. It, yeah. I think it happens like right before the fantasy suites. Yeah. But, um, We're do- yeah, it does. I'm actually looking forward to this one because yeah. I want to see how she talks her way out of the yeah. lies. And I want somebody, if not Joey, one of the gals, to call her out on her being a fucking insidious bitch. Like, yeah. I need her to suffer a little bit more. I'm hoping that happens on the women tell all. Yeah. Um, so I'm yeah. looking forward to that to be continued. If she's not institutionalized at that moment, you know, like ah. it's like, 
maybe she can be out by then. I'm not sure, yeah. but she definitely needs a little, she needs the cuckoo's nest treatment. You know what I'm saying? She needs to go. She needs a full nurse ratchet and chief situation. Somebody's she's got to go in there and get fixed up. She needs a little, <laughs> get her better, you know, cause you can't, she can't live. I don't know. How old is she? 27. She ain't going to live the rest of her life with that kind of brain. There ain't enough cats in the world. You know what I'm saying? So what happens is they transfer the villain from Sydney to her alter ego, her her friend Leia, Asian, um, who all of a sudden, like, it becomes her thing as opposed to meeting the man of her dreams. It becomes her thing to defend Sydney's honor. And Leia becomes the police of um, why didn't you react why weren't you more emotional yeah. when Sydney was sent home? In yeah. other words, yeah. when the producer comes to get the suitcase yeah. and they take they take Sydney's suitcase, implying she's gone, there weren't enough women that were saddened or emotionally distraught. In fact, Medina, yeah. who has been mentioned before here as being way old, she's 31. Super old. Um, she had the goal to greet Maria when yeah. she got in saying – I'm glad you're still here. And that was those were fighting words for Leia. She all of a sudden Medina's no longer uh up to par as far as she's concerned, because friends of friends don't do that. They yeah. don't embrace the enemy. She, she took it upon herself to mouth assault her. Just fucking take her out and just start dressing her down for not being more sad and why she I don't I don't get why these chicks fixate on Maria so much. I it's not like she's especially beautiful. Like she's Canadian. So she's like 60% as hot as a regular chick, right? And she look and look, hey, she's bodied up, that's for sure. But she's confident and they it, that bothers them. Like they're they want her to be more self-conscious, I think. I don't know what it is, but they fucking hate her guts and I just don't I do, I don't see it unless there's a whole other show on the on the editing room floor that we haven't seen. There is this amazing exchange that like is a perfect um microcosm for how women interact um and it and it went like this it was leia pulled medina to be like i can't believe that you were supportive of maria i thought you were all about i thought you were on team sydney and this is bullshit i have higher standards for friendships and so medina she gets upset and she goes to maria and says quote unquote everyone is mad because i am nice to you uh, which is a misrepresentation yeah. not everyone just just leia leia yeah. was mad yeah but she says everyone is mad that i'm nice to you so then maria starts having a fit and she goes outside and threatens to quit she's telling producers you know they have to walk her off the ledge She's reached her boiling point, and now she, we don't know if Maria is going to be gone or not. And that is the tease for the second four hours of yeah. this fucking four-hour episode. Yeah. Um, when they come back, everything seems to be forgotten because the rose ceremony starts with the next episode, and Maria's back. She's back. So I guess that whole um, leaving, uh, that was for naught. You don't know if Leia is going to be uh, held around because she kind of calls Joey out. on keeping keeping um uh maria so 
the people that are kept are Kelsey A. White from New Orleans. Uh, oh, White Kelsey, right? She had a one on black, black yeah. Kelsey. Um, yep. Caitlin, who looks like Mantis from uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, does yeah. she kind of look like Denise Richards? Denise Richards and Mantis. Yeah, Asian. Caitlin. Oh no, not that one. Okay, no. There's okay. one that looks uh, kind of like Denise Richards. Look, da- I need a Daisy d- with the cochlear implant. Is, I like is her. Kept around. She's very sweet. She could be Rachel, your bachelor. Rachel, the Hawaiian, who's got an old soul, but she's a sweetheart. Yes, uh, I like her. Jen, the very short Asian that you say is has has great success with uh with people the with animals that prey on her. She's right? not she's not vulnerable to predators. Right, great yeah. peripheral vision. Yeah. She's like she's like Max Verstappen out there. Yeah. Uh, Autumn sticks around. Jess, who's just a total mess. Oh, Medina, thirty one year old Marina Medina. And the last yeah. rose is Leia. So yeah. Leia is going to go to the next episode. Yep. I think they're going from Malta to Spain. I think that's where they go. Yeah. So we've and remember the Bachelor has pivoted to a multiple villains gamut. Right. It used to be they'd have one, you'd have a Corinne Olympios and they'd let her run the whole season. Or you'd have Chad Johnson and he'd get He'd get voted off and he's like, actually, I'm staying. And they're like, I guess Chad Johnson's staying. Like it was just one. Yeah. But now they go, you go to Sydney, to Leia, to whoever's next. It's just Jess kind of, you know, it's like boom, 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 boom. And so when they go to Spain, uh, the quick highlight is, or the quick highlights, Kelsey, white Kelsey, um, she gets a one-on-one date. And the big drama is that over uneaten food, mm. she says that her she lost her mom um, to breast cancer. Yeah. So that that definitely secures the rose. Yeah, you're not going to give a rose, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, yeah, and horrible. And she, they're serenaded by some guy with a guitar. She gets a rose. Um, the group date is some painting contest. Leia is an actual artist, and she has a good painting. But she's a total bitch, so he doesn't choose her as yeah, the I've, winner. I fast forwarded through this. I fast forwarded. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it's it. Well, it's, it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, now uh, Rachel gets the one on one, and they dance, and that's real boring. Yeah, there was there was the quote of the episode, yeah. and the quote of the episode is this: During the group date, Leia. Leia was the one who had the best painting, but they're all sitting there after the cocktails. Maria just tells Joey this horrible story about when she was like a year old, they got in a bad car accident. Oh yeah. And her and her mother suffered injuries that literally impacted her entire life, mentally, yeah. physically, and she wasn't able to be a great mother because she literally had injuries suffered from this this car wreck that both of them should have been dead in. Yeah. It was a horrible story. She's a little and cryptic about it though, because she's like, my mother and I don't have a relationship and then, and, or, you know, have a strained relationship or whatever. Like it's not, we, we didn't get the whole details and she didn't talk about, you know, how her, how her dad was involved in the Lufthansa heist. <laughs> right. You know, there's yeah. always that, but, yeah. um, but Maria had this awful story. So, yeah, Joey gives her the group date rose. And of he course likes that her. yeah. That is a source of polarization. Now yeah. 
I will say this. Leia has the quote of the episode, if not the season. Leia says this, and try tell me what you think of this line. She says, after Maria gets the rose, my heart is in my ass. Yeah, yeah. That was good. My heart is That's in good. my ass did to we, express how depressed she is over did we, this choice. Did we skip over how Jess won that won the group date thing for doing for her painting, which I guess sucked, but I fast forwarded to it. And then they had a body painting. They had a, a body painting. <laughs> the 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 yes. win of the thing was you got to paint each other's body or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was I. I did skip over that because that was just awful. It was, it was. But I, I will say this: Look, Jess is from the Midwest, or you know, she's got a Southern accent. She so sorry, like she's, she's from, from the, from south. the south. She's from okay. the South. My bad. But but if you look at her body, she got that Midwestern kind of body. She got that steak and potatoes body. Okay, and I I'll tell you from experience, she's a fun girl. That's a that's a fun. You could have fun with her, but I will say this. She has a couple kids. Things could go South quickly. Okay. She got to You just got to really maintain the level that she's at because she's look, she's walking up. She's walking a fine line. That's all I'll say. She looks great right now. All right. She's fun, but it could go, could go South real quickly. That's all I'll say. So Jess ends, um, that whole thing ends, and you're right. Jess got the – she won the date. They paint each other. Win, yeah. She didn't win the rose. That's she right. won the date, but she didn't win the rose. Um, you know, they do the whole um, uh, cocktail party, the rose ceremony. So the women that do not get roses at the end of the four hours of TV that we had to watch. That's right. Medina, the 31-year-old who's too far too old. old. Yeah. Yeah. And Autumn, uh, who had a very forgetful time on the show, but Autumn uh, and Medina go home. Autumn, Autumn was else Autumn was goes. cute in the real basic, like just regular ass sure. chick from Irvine kind of looks. You know, like she's like she goes to a bar, she gets a lot of attention. She's got that bleach blonde, yes. you know, just looks like every other chick, but is hot, but. Not like especially interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Autumn's gone. Yeah. Autumn's gone. And um and Joey tells the, the women that they're going to Montreal now. Yeah, Montreal. Montreal is mm-hmm. where I wanna say Maria is either from there or she's from around there. Maria yeah. is is Canadian. She's so Canadian. she thinks it's home field advantage. Um yeah. the this week's episode starts with with something that you just don't see very often. It's um, if you missed the Bachelorette, Joey had this thing where he's kind of a dichotomy. Like his uh, his tennis buddy called oh, him out on this. Like this was like so he, weird, dude. He feels like he's always needs to have he needs to be on, and he's not always. He's kind of fake. And this was revealed last year in the Bachelorette season. Well, he starts off this this episode in Montreal being like, like near tears. He's afraid that he might be falling for a woman that doesn't reciprocate. He's conflicted. And he, and he basically says that, you know, people think that I'm always a guy that's always, you know, high and positive and stuff. And I'm not that guy. Yeah. And then he starts 
crying on camera yeah. and telling the producers that he needs some time. It was yeah. a real downer. And he's like, "What if I? What if I fail or something? Like what? Yeah, it's, this is this is not a win or lose thing. What about uh, was it was it in Montreal that him they had that um, montage of him and Jesse playing tennis? Um, Jesse can ball. No, it was Spain because they were playing yeah. on red clay. Yeah, Jesse can ball. Yeah. And you know he was yeah. like, hey, leave in some of that tennis. Because you know he was he was making this uh, this Joey kid play tennis with him every day. And Jesse's a big, strong dude. He played in the fucking NFL. So you know he can move. And he was he's looking pretty fierce on the tennis court. Like, I don't think anybody wants any of that. Jesse Palmer, as you and I have been on record as saying, he's, he's a, an inferior host to chris harrison well yeah and he he offers very little jesse palmer as a host but you could tell he put his thumb on the on the scale with a couple things here in the last couple hours of these episodes it was make sure you get footage of me playing tennis tennis with the tennis tennis pro on the clay he's like six four you know like he's got that big ass like like joey who's a tennis pro or whatever coach i mean he was kind of on his heels like he was he was he was that was all he could handle what jesse palmer was throwing at him jesse made sure the producers got the the footage of that even though they didn't need to and then yeah and then they wanted he said make sure you get this he greets the women in Montreal yep. and starts talking French to them. He spoke French last season too it's, when they went to when I think they went to Paris or something. He spoke French and, there. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's kind of like the guy that shows up at a party with an acoustic guitar and just starts yeah. playing stuff or yeah. or even yeah. or even sits down at the at the piano at the uh, party and starts it's like the enti- the entire uh room of women are just soaking um yeah. with, with admiration Satched. as he's yeah as he's speaking yeah. uh french to them um and jen god bless her the short asian uh cutie she's like um i don't understand what you're saying i this is what she said yeah i studied abroad and the only thing i learned in french is i'm not wearing any underwear yeah yeah there's <laughs> There's a lot. That there's was, a follow up there. Like, why, why would that be the yeah, only thing you remember? I know. You that know? is that is yeah. kind of an interesting. For like, how does that even come up? I yeah, I, yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. And that was pretty. It was very revealing in a short, short sentence. But um, so after they show Jesse showing off his fr- as French, he picks the group date, um, and. The group date is very boring. Uh, it's basically it's Joey hanging out in Montreal and walking around. But but Jesse did say the two women that are not named are going to be the one on ones, um, and that's the real drama. As um, who who got the one on one for this episode? Yeah, because they started it out. They started it out with um, with a group date. Usually they go they go one on one group. Kelsey one on one. Kelsey T, the black chick, yep. gets the one on one. That was yeah, a they, big one. Yep, they do acrobatic shit. Right. I fast forwarded um, through the whole thing. They they they're like, hey, let's pull let's pull you up on this ring, and then they pull her up and they'd set her back down, and it's like the middle of the lesson, and she just starts making out with Joey, and I'm like, this is that's so weird for the coach. It made me really uncomfortable. 
it was um it was it was a weird date. Kelsey T got the one-on-one date and then Maria got the one-on-one date. So she's happy that it's home yeah. court advantage and the other chicks hate her. So um but you're right to your point they did a Cirque du Soleil thing. Yes, that's what it was. Where, where it was just, I think it was the only time in the history of Cirque du Soleil that a black woman was a part of <laughs> any kind of, of training. I don't know. They were a lot of makeup and shit. <laughs> isn't Cirque du Soleil just a bunch of Russian small people? Isn't... <laughs> they got all different Cirques du Soleil. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought, I'm I, sure there's I, black I thought, people in it. I thought they were just a, a bunch of Nadia Comaniches, uh, yes, yeah. Romanian yes. Romanian small people. There is <laughs> do crazy shit. Yeah, um, Kathy Rigby. So, um, so just the the highlights of the group date are they walk around and they do nothing and it's 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 not really uh, not really interesting. No, but is, they get. Is this the one where they get sausages thrown at their face? Did we skip that? Well, I that think was that horrendous. In Spain. Yeah. Or maybe it was even Malta, Malta because yeah. they were trying to be knights, like Knights of the oh, Templar. Yeah. And I didn't know that Knights of the Templar had to deal with sausages being put yeah. in their face. <laughs> right yeah. directly at their yeah. face. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, our, our girl Autumn, she was the one that succeeded at being a knight and taking sausages in the mouth. That's right. That was, That's, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the group date is really hard on people. Just. Yeah. Just and Caitlin, who is Mantis, yeah, they start crying during the date because it's really hard to watch Joey have connections with other people. It's really hard to be on group dates. It's really hard, and they're going to tell you how so hard, hard it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the culmination of the group date is is the cocktail party, and I will I will give Lexi this. Lexi is is the one that um wants joey to fulfill her foursome golf day with her dad and her brother oh yeah lexi is is she's she's had a great sense of humor this whole time yeah but we what we learned in malta that lexi has um was it uh dyslexia oh endometriosis oh yeah yeah so so the clock is conceive well, the clock is ticking on whether she can or not. She needs to do it sooner than later. Yeah. Um, so um, she does like the very uh, fateful thing. Like if you do this on the show or you do this in life, I don't think you're going to get a great result. She's, nope. She 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 uh, has them one on one at the cocktail party. Is like, hey, what's your timeline? Like, how long do you see the engagement? How long do you see the marriage? And you know, when do you want to have kids? And Joey is Joey is like, I see a couple years engagement, couple yep. years marriage, perfectly normal. We, we start yeah. having kids, um, and and right away, Lexi's upset. Like this, that's not the answer she was hoping for. And to be honest, as soon as she brings this up, you know, Joey is just like, whoa, I, I you know, we're putting a timeline on things, and yeah. uh, this probably isn't going to work. It ends in Lexi breaking up with joey she goes to his room at some point and is like i really didn't like that answer i need to have kids sooner than later yeah um and my super hot it's, girlfriend it's christina out great yeah christina looks at me and says is there any situation where a guy is just going to marry you really quick and start yeah. having kids and and i think it's a valid question but i think the answer is yes like 
<laughs> there it is now like, these days no no people people do that people do that yeah. um yeah. especially with like attractive uh women like they're just gonna be like hey i'll be the guy that marries you and has kids um i think she will find that person it's just not yeah. gonna be joey yeah um, maybe on maybe on bachelor in paradise what are the odds she shows up there and it's like yeah. hey who wants to spackle the interior Cause I'm, I'm running out of time. You know, I need, I need somebody who's down to rock and fire and go rubberless straight away. You know, like that's what I need. That will test the validity of her. I need to do this right yeah. now. If she goes on bachelor, Paradise, that just means yeah. she's fucking around. That just and means she has, she, this wasn't real, but that's, um, that's also the difference between being process driven or being outcome driven. Like right now I'm doing 75 hard. We don't Listen to the, ba- the baller lifestyle. If you want to know about seventy five hard, I'm doing seventy five hard. And somebody and somebody's like really going at me the other day. Like, hey, what do you? What's the point? What do you want to get out of this? And I, I'm like, I don't. That's not the point of it. The point of it is just to do it. Just to every single day, you're doing a thing. That's the point of it. And similarly, the point isn't to. I need to have a kid by next summer. The point is I need to meet somebody and fall in love and find that, right. you know, make that connection. And then those things will come for me, hopefully in the time frame that I want them. But if you're just going for the thing you want, you're never going to get the thing you want. And and Lexi, I've liked her from the, from day one. I think you have too. She's, she's been a, yeah. she's been an, a good contestant. Yeah, has she's kind good of funny. sense of humor, but like yeah. you have to question I'm, somebody who's like, yeah. I thought I can go on the bachelor and find a guy in six weeks yep. to have a baby with me in the next nine months. Like yep. it just nothing was realistic about this. I'm not sure why she even came to this conclusion. Yeah. But anyways, two issues for me. I have a super hot girlfriend that I am betrothed to. So that kind of takes me out. Also, were that not the case, I am gelded. So I cannot produce a child for anyone out there including lexi so i'm out i'm out of the running that's all i'll say i was told lexi listens to this and podcast course, so like petros she likes, she likes the one with teeth that's right. um now um so by the way um the rose goes to jen the short asian um she mm. had the best attitude on the date and she was yeah. rewarded yep. now um we talked about the cirque du soleil date um with kelsey t now uneaten food with kelsey t and again i'm going to remind listeners they're just joining us uneaten food is code for we're going to sit down not eat the food in front of us and then tell tell the subject about horrible trauma on our life to secure a rose yep uh kelsey t's trauma uh daddy issues um big time and and to be honest either she got a bad edit or her story just doesn't add up. So try to follow fast me on forwarded. this one. I fast forwarded it. Okay. So this is going to be news to me. Well, good. Good. Cause, so you're going to hear this for the first time. Yeah, you I, tell like me it. If I like it. My information yeah. from you. Um, so he was cool dad growing up. Mm. I get the feeling that they were, I think the mother and dad were separated early in her life. And he was cool dad. In fact, he played video games with her. He was so cool. And then at some point, he stopped talking to her. And the reason he stopped talking mm. to her is because of, quote unquote, the religion. She doesn't oh, say what religion it is. Jehovah's it's, Witness. 
<laughs> it's funny. That's what Christina said too. Yeah. Because of the religion. Yep. Um, that she didn't she didn't buy into completely, and he f- didn't accept her decision to go to college. Mm. Um, again, doesn't quite add up. Yeah. So she didn't talk to her dad for a long time and she doesn't have much of a relationship now and she starts crying. The whole thing just doesn't quite make sense. No, it uh, doesn't. I have a it's feeling there's a big thing in there that was left out. hundred percent. Yeah. Second family potentially. Yeah. Just something, something's going on. Um, yep. so, but he, of course, Joey falls for it and Joey has all the right things to say and calls her brave and, you better have some trauma. You better have some trauma. You go on because look, we see this a lot. Where I, hey, I'm gonna need to see something. I'm gonna need. I'm on on this one on one on one. Some they're gonna have to open up to me, or else they're cut. So if you have no life trauma and you get a one on one, you are no. fucked in the bachelor world. You better come up <laughs> with some fucking trauma. And maybe that's what Kelsey T was doing. She was like scrambling. She's like, bro, oh, my dad's kind of weird, you know. She's like, I'll, I'll, I'll. It, uh, add a little bit to it and um embellish they mixed up mix it up a little bit um mm. instead of doing like fireworks outside or a drone show the drone they, thing was sick they had a private Cirque du Soleil performance oh. with a with serenaded by a violin so Nadia Kobanich came out and did a little thing on her on a dangling rope in front oh of nice a, was uh, Olga Corbett not available <laughs> so yeah. if you're keeping score uh jen and uh kelsey t both get roses now yep. maria's one-on-one date you know cars better than i do this long like old kind of old style yeah. limousine i want to say rolls royce yeah probably is it, yeah is it okay bentley or no rolls idea. royce or whatever yeah and uh it comes to get them joey calls her an enigma so she's fun she's never boring you know they're their banter is fun and she's different. And the date is that he takes her to a place to try on gowns. And then he gets into a tux himself. This is always my favorite. This is always my favorite where they're like, look what Joey got me when it's like, no, he just, he just was there. They said, Hey, here's what you're doing today. And it's like, he gets all the shine from it. She's like, look at these shoes. Look at this dress that Joey picked. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the the show, the company that ABC yeah. outsources to produce the show bartered a deal with the with the company that we're, gave you those clothes. It had yeah. nothing to do with Joey. Um, we're gonna put your store on TV. Give us a dress, right? Um, and they go in a helicopter. And Maria, for whatever reason, from the, the second they wrote, they read the date card. It was something about let's let's be let's take a risk or something like that. Yeah, and she just thinks they're jumping out of something. Like she has a she just has this preoccupation with what are we jumping out of? And um, they get to the helicopter with a tux and a gown on. And she's like, are we going to jump out of this? It was like a real pre- strange preoccupation. They they took a helicopter to their uneaten food site, wherever the fuck yeah. that was. Yeah. Um, For the first time in a long time, you know, Maria's already told him her trauma, which is, that she was almost killed and she was one years old in a car wreck and it, it ruined her mother. And remember Maria has been bullied too. So she's already kind of, uh, talked about her trauma 
So this uneaten food is one of the rare occasions where they just have fun and they're yeah. pleasant and they're loving. And yeah. he likes her, dude. With, yeah. Yeah. It, and it she's got a tight little package, you know, she's put together. No, he's into it. Um, yeah. She gets a rose, but not before they're serenaded. Now, whenever they, they bring out a band that is always Caucasian and kind yeah. of country, not country. Yep. I've actually heard of this band and I actually like this band. This is a. So earlier, earlier this season, it was Bahamas who I was familiar with this, this act. I I don't think I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. So, so the band Feist is. Oh, Leslie Feist. Yeah. Indie rock band in Canada. They, they, that's the girl Feist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have a a Sorry, I keep interrupting. She has the voice I, of an angel. She's she has a beautiful voice. I didn't. I didn't. I'll, I'll be honest. I was fast forwarding. I didn't. I don't. I can't recognize Feist by looks, but I know who she is. <laughs> and they have some good songs. I I, yeah. I enjoy their catalog. Um, yeah. So an actual band or a woman that I that I'm familiar with serenades them. Um, and so uh, this takes us to Lexi breaking up with him. And they say goodbye, and then the rose ceremony happens. Now, um, I don't know if, if you're forwarding this or not, but Mantis shows up for the rose ceremony, the cocktails, just looking overdone and ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's got this choker necklace thing going. Her her makeup is like purple yeah. and Kate, right? green and yeah. Just too much. Yeah, um, the writing on the wall. She looks ridiculous, but she's really flaunting it for him. Like yeah. when she sits down with him, she's going to seduce him into making sure she gets a rose. And they start making out, and it was like she really was a, was forward and 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 put in you know put her best effort forward in trying to secure a rose. Um, it doesn't happen, by the way, not to give away the end, but Mantis gets let go That's after right. she she overdoes herself and looks ridiculous. Well, and I'm to, not look, to do this. I'm not going to appearance shame her. Jeez, Jason. No, but she was like, she, she's on TV. She want to look good. But, le, you know, I think less is more. I think uh, okay. subtlety is yeah. underrated. So, yeah. um, so Daisy um, sits down with him at the Rose Ceremony cocktail party. And has him give her a foot massage. We hadn't seen that before. Oh, I skipped past that for all the all the foot fetishes yeah. out there in the. So the, the woman with the cochlear implant, yeah. yeah, likes the foot massage. How are the feet? Um, Jen, who has a rose already, yeah, takes him to the baby grand that's in the in the ballroom. Oh, no, and starts playing. Oh, God, yeah. Yep. Um, and I. I thought that I told Christina that it would be so out of the ordinary and it would be so like, it would make such an impression that like if Joey just started belting out the song, like like you could tell that it can like carry the tune and like, like, I don't know if, if Jen just started playing, like, cause she was basically playing in front of all the women and, you know, all of them were jealous of her. And like, if, if, she just started playing the first couple chords of a song and he was like, you know, you know, like blue jean, baby, yeah, yeah. LA lady. Yeah. 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 Tiny dancer. For the yeah. Is this one of your karaoke jams? 
Pretty eyes, <laughs> pirate smile. <laughs> oh, apparently, yeah. You know, if he would just started belting out uh, the song, I thought that would have been so good, but he doesn't. Um, so um, he basically, the rose ceremony starts, and I think that all the women were the, under the impression that one person was going home, but they did the math. I think there were three roses on the table. Mm-hmm. Two women were going to go home. Yeah. Um, well, because we skipped over the uh, through throughout all your bloviation, you neglected to mention that Jess got sent home at at the group date. Oh, that was great too. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. <laughs> Jess, Jess, again overplaying her her cards. Yeah. yeah. Did the did the old um, you know? I just want to let you know, I've been overwhelmed, but I have feelings for you, and it it gave him. It gave him that that open door to be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I just I don't can't see reciprocate it. those feelings. I don't so. see it. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people dropping feelings. By the way, there's been several feelings. Well, this the, season already. I don't know when this started in the history of the show, but yeah, for whatever reason, the contestants on the show think that telling someone that they're falling for them yeah. is a massive committal statement yeah they don't understand that there are certain degrees of falling like i jumped out of a plane once okay i yep. skydived yep skydive i was falling out of the plane as soon as we as soon as we jumped out of the plane i was falling the literal and definition then, and then i was falling as right before we landed but there's a lot of space in between landing and jumping and that's what I don't, they don't understand that there are degrees of falling. So just telling somebody that you're falling for them doesn't express anything that isn't committing at all. That's amazing, amazing metaphor. Yeah. It, it's, See, but it's, it's, that. it's completely non-committal, but yeah. they think that that's a big thing. And that many women have said that to him, but anyways, uh, Daisy gets a rose Daisy with the cochlear implant, Kelsey, a white from New Orleans who lost her mom, uh, Rachel, gets a rose and then mantis and leia are sent home now this is That's good right. because leia, leia was the villain that we yeah. wanted sent home so she got her come up she's pure evil and she was evil in the card she's like yeah he'll fuck it he should know you know i'm the one he fucked up and she's and then she's like like all sociopaths she's like but i hope he's happy like just totally like flips she she <laughs> turns into a different person which they can do you know they compartmentalize it's the what can I say? Dissociates. That's the word I was looking. For. Yeah. What could I say to be the Bachelorette and fulfill yeah. Brian Beckner's prediction? No. Hey, look, I fucked I'm up. Going to be the I fucked up. This is the Bachelor show where you'll hear somebody say they fucked up, and I I, I predicted because I like to take shots. Yeah. You know, I took I shot my shot. I said Leah's going to be your Bachelorette. Watch. Guess what? And that's I was wrong. There's no fucking way. <laughs> And for all of those Pacific Islanders that are listening oh. to this podcast, oh. the Asian the Pacific Islanders, Anti-Teo. they're like, he got rid of two Asian women. That's bullshit. Well, yeah. no, he, he still has Jen. Jen's still around. So, um, so the Asian representation is still there. Um, yeah. But yeah, 
So that's it. I think they're down to the final six, so we're getting closer and closer to Hauntons. Yeah, and you know what? I make I make fun of Jen because, you know, she's got that Max Verstappen, Britney Spears thing going on. She's actually really cute. I'm, um, and she's got a great attitude. She, yeah, she's got a great attitude. Yeah. She's really nice, and she's cute, and she could be your bachelorette. I might pivot from one Asian. I'm going to take my – this is like when you're playing – Jason, you like to play craps. And you're and you got your cum line bet, and then you move it to another bet on the board. That's what I'm doing. It or I got I got the hard eights, and I'm like, hey, Ted, the dealer. You always call the dealer by their name, by the way, because that's just the pro move. You go, hey, Ted, can you move my hard eight over to the hard six? Yeah, no problem. Moves it over. Okay, I'm, I like the hard six now. So because I know Reality Steve listens to this podcast, and yep. he. He he likes craps more than I do. Like yep. I love craps. He likes. I, I want to make sure that I correct your analogy because okay. yes, I know. Um, you just can't. You can't start spewing craps terms. And I know. Be wrong about. <laughs> I played craps you, like twice in my life, and it was yeah. twenty five years ago. Okay, tell me. You started off by saying that it's like me, you know, putting my bet down on the come line. That's wrong. And then and then moving it to the number. You can't then, do that. You can't no, do no, that. No, no. no the come. <laughs> The the inherent thing about the come bet is that you have to go to the number that's rolled next. There is no yeah. choice. Yeah. But the the I, I think the appropriate analogy that Steve would agree with is that you just told the dealer, Ted, hey, move move the five to the nine. Yes. Move my, that's it. my five place bet to the nine. I know uh, there's something you can move. Yeah. Yeah. Place okay. bets. Yep. Yeah. Place bets. All right. Are we place done? Bets. But by the way, That's reality it. Steve, reality Steve, who who we've been a guest on his, uh, we've both been guests on his. Is he still doing it? His daily sports, sports show. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't listen to the show, Jason, so we don't have to worry about <laughs> him hearing my bachelor analogy. Okay, excellent work as always. We promise that we will do a show next week, unless I have another tattoo appointment for Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle. Which we invented. We're the first people ever to do a Bachelor show, by the way. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballlifestyle.com. Chris Harrison, you crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We making a connection, we falling in love. We chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. We'll get to hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting the Eliminated. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the baller lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the baller lifestyle, lifestyle. Yeah. It's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the baller lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the bachelor lifestyle, we living it here. Yeah. It's the baller lifestyle. Lifestyle.